Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. We're on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. So, guys, the AFC is obviously loaded with great young quarterbacks, and the AFC West is a beast. You got quarterbacks everywhere. You look pass rushers flooding into the division now to go get the quarterbacks. It's bananas. And the Chiefs were struggling. I remember having arguments with people halfway through the year. I'm like, no, the Chiefs are good. They're going to they're, they're gonna be just fine as always. No, you're crazy. All the analysts are saying that they're not any good anymore. And, that, and they won. They're going to win like eight games in a row. They did, right? But this division got really, really, really good. You heard Bart Scott mention there. He does not have on the way in, he doesn't have the Chiefs as a top five team in the AFC. Yeah, and he bumped his head along the way. Well, he does have the Browns, Key, and that's because they now have Deshaun Watson, right? So what does all that mean for Baker Mayfield? You wanted to weigh in on that, on that at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Key, in other words, you like the Chiefs in the playoffs as always. So do I. Jay, you? Yes. Yes. We're all on the same page here. Like, like I said, Max, he bumped his head along the way. Seems like it's personal for Bart. I'll, I'll believe the Chiefs won't make it when I see them not make it. Exactly. All I know is they're in the AFC Championship game every single They're hosting it every single year. I, okay. I don't know that they won't. I don't know that they'll be in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. But they ain't missing no damn playoffs. They ain't missing no. playoffs. No. Mike in Tennessee. You're on with Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, man? Hey, Mike? I just wanted to say, I think we're talking a lot to do about nothing with the whole Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson thing. If you look at the money, Deshaun Watson's making $1 million, Baker Mayfield's making eighteen. That's $19 million for one quarterback. That ain't nothing. They'll keep uh, Baker. They'll keep him on his backup. We don't know what's going on with Deshaun. Tell Baker, if you want to trade, play lights out next year. If Deshaun gets uh, gets uh, you know penalized or puts on uh, restriction, and then we'll trade you the year after. And, hey, Keith, if I can holler at you real quick. What's that? You're right, man. It's all about what's attracted on the other side. You know, if you called me and said, hey, man, let's go play catch. But, oh, Jay Will said, hey, let's go pick a play, pick up game. I got to go with Jay Will. Okay. All right, guys. You have a good morning. All right, Mike. All right. Yeah, I agree right. with him, Key. Like, the only – here's the question, Key, about, about Baker. Is he so toxic? Is he like – Key, is, is Baker radio – wait, wait, what what I miss? Something about a pickup game? The back end, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really know where we were going. It, yeah, I didn't really yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me just say this for the record. I believe that Key would beat Jay at football and Jay would beat Key at basketball. If that's, if that's what he's talking about, you guys playing pickup. I, I, who knows? I'm not trying to compete with Key in anything. Key got it. All right. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm watching games, Key. I ain't playing no more. All right. I don't know, man. I've seen some stuff on Instagram just even messing around. You look like you could play in the NBA sometimes. All right, look. Key, it seems to me, like, is Baker so radioactive he, you just have to get him away from the team? Or is, the, is Mike from Tennessee right? Deshaun, we don't know what the suspension's going to be. You need, yeah, a, you need not, a quarterback. They're not messing with him, man. It's over. Yeah, they got, they got Jacoby Brissett. What, what they, not, they already said they're moving, moving on from that. Rick in Dayton. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Morning, guys. What's up? What up, baby? What's Rick? Hey, listen, I got two questions for you. What team in an NFL would take Baker over their starting quarterback right now? 
And the second question is, who's at less athletic than Baker Mayfield starting quarterback in the NFL? You know, everybody's got to be athletic now playing quarterback. Hmm. Who would take him over their starting quarterback? That's the problem Nobody. right now. That's yeah. why he's still out there. <laughs> you don't think Pittsburgh will? I, I, I just no, – like because I, – I, But he's I, still – he has to be on the streets. And, and they would I probably know. take him because you're getting cheap. Yeah. Like if I get you for nothing, Jay, I'm of taking course. you. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's Seattle no matter who it him. is. Seattle yeah. take him over their starting well, quarterback. Say, yeah, for I, nothing. I, I, I'm just That's why at, he's still available. I'm looking at Mitchell Trubisky, and I know that everybody's on the train. I, I'm just, I'm saying I would take Baker Mayfield over Mitchell Trubisky. Man, look, like, am I Jay, off by saying that? Kim, Mitch, am, I, am I crazy for saying that? <laughs> no, no, you're so. not. But Mitch Trubisky had a market for whatever it's worth. He had a market, and that market dictated him going to Pittsburgh, the Giants, and other teams that was trying to sign Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. it's like Trubisky doesn't, even though he's also a very high pick, he didn't seem to come with baggage. He seemed to come with the opposite. Like Trubisky had a year under Dable where he didn't start yeah. and he learned. And he and in retrospect, he was better than we gave him credit well, Max, for. Do, do and all that. Name me all the baggage that Baker Mayfield comes along with. Well, like starting with, if you talk to people around Cleveland or, or you know, players on that team, he didn't vibe with some of the dudes in the locker room and and you know and obviously not I also with Odell. heard I also heard Nick Chubb I mean back him so like I, but key I go back to your point I haven't heard I haven't heard players. nobody since January mentioned that was Nick Chubb yeah that's I fair. haven't heard anybody since January that's fair I think Baker's better than a lot of people think he is a lot of people like I, if you're top 10 QBR in the league one year you I don't care how good your situation is you don't stink right but given everything else with it now and given the fanfare that comes along with it i probably understand i I do understand teams going another way but seattle key seattle's starting quarterback not as good as baker mayfield there's one right they're they're, they're houston's i like davis mills i like baker but but davis mills they you know we've seen baker more he has a body of work yeah davis mills really doesn't but if davis mills has the same four years that baker mayfield had the opportunity to show us what would it look like, right? I mean, Joe. And, and when you say, when you say, Jay, what has Baker Mayfield baggage has he given? I mean, Max mentioned some stuff, and on top of that, you had too many damn commercials, bro. I don't need no celebrity quarterback. So let's hear from someone uh, in Cleveland, Joe in Cleveland. You're on with Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. What's going on? I just, I just want to bring up the fact that no one's mentioning how Baker cannot read a defense, how he never looks the safeties off, and also his yak yards. Every time the receiver does complete the pass, they always either got to jump up and fall to the ground or always fall into the ground. So that's why I believe he's not a good quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. What do you think about those points, Key? I mean – you see, let's put it this way. I, Baker, I don't see. I don't see where he doesn't read defenses. I mean, he, he does a pretty good job at, at understanding how to to distribute the ball to different players. Um, what about the yak yards point? In other words, you could put that on the quarterback when you're not leading guys. When you're oh yeah, yeah. When when, when you're not handing the ball, it, it certainly slows receivers down from doing certain things. There's no question about it. Um, I, I think he is a work in progress still. 
hey, look, when I break it down, his first year, he was with Hugh Jackson. That that we already Casualty. know what that is. Yeah. Second year, he messing around with Freddie Kitchens. Well, the Giants got a taste of that. Third year, <laughs> Kevin Stefanski. Fourth year, Kevin Stefanski hurt. So you, you got to look at everything and not just we don't like Baker. Baker can't play. He can play. He's not going to lead a team to a Super Bowl, but he can be part of a Super Bowl team. You understand what I'm saying? I, yeah, I'm with you. It is interesting, though, when you go back. Like last night I found myself watching a lot of the throws that he tried to force to OBJ, who was obviously his primary target, and they were some of these throws were bad, Key. And I know a lot of a lot of quarterbacks have errant throws, but like if I were sitting next to you, like it's one of those throws where you see on the replay, you know how sometimes we're together, you go, oh, God. Like it's just it's they were bad, man. Yeah, but you know what? Interesting. Baker to me does read defenses. I think he has a strong, accurate arm. But the number one thing, and Key, you said it earlier, and I'll that thing in him. Baker has something in him where a team doesn't want him in the in the division. There's something in. There's a little dog in him, man. Like that. Like whatever you don't like about him, he's got some dog in him. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District to Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. A former Browns quarterback tells us how teams around the league should evaluate Baker Mayfield. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. All right, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the quarterback carousel continues. Really only two starting caliber coaches. Sorry, coaches. Places mm-mm, remaining mm-mm, on the market, mm-mm, quarterbacks remaining on the market. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. How good are Jimmy G and, and Baker Mayfield? Well, we brought in a former rookie of the year to help us. Only time I ever feared Washington in recent years when then with this dude was on the field. I was like, well, there's nothing you can really do about that. 
Robert Griffin III. What's going on, RG3? What's up, Max? How you doing, fellas? What's up, baby? What's happening? Looking clean this morning. Always looking clean. This dude lives in a museum. Always the background. Got some fine artwork behind him. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Robert, better, worse, or the same, Jimmy G, Baker Mayfield, or the current quarterback we're going to play. Ready? Better, worse, or the same, Davis Mills. Is he Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield? Uh, Jimmy G and Baker Milford are, are both better than, than Davis Mills. The, the deal with Davis is that the Houstons believe in him because of the strong finish he had at the, the end of the year. Seven touchdowns, one interception in the last three games. But Baker and Jimmy G have both played better throughout their careers. They've played in bigger time games. So, yes, they would be an upgrade over Davis Mills. Look, it, it would be an upgrade over Davis Mills, no question about it, RG3, because he has a small sample size opposed to their career. But I think if you give him – you know, the four years that Baker Mayfield has gotten in Cleveland, Davis Mills could potentially be on par with that. The same as Jimmy G. It's unfair in this situation because of his age and where they're at. Yeah, I, I agree with you both. I would say that both Jimmy G and Baker Mayfield are better. I, but I, I got to tell you guys, like, I, I like watching Davis Mills play. <laughs> There's something there. And it, it also doesn't feel as, I, I guess – you know, heavy as a Jimmy G because of the experience or a Baker. It feels like it's a little bit more fresh, and I like that. As a rookie on a terrible team, he at times kind of looked good to me. I don't know, but I, I, I like both. I, Jimmy G I like a lot. Honestly, Baker yeah. I like more than most people like, and I think they're both better than Davis Mills. Mitch Trubisky? Mitchell, sorry, Trubisky. <laughs> uh, Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield, better, worse, or the same? Robert. Yeah, I mean, they're better than Mitchell Trubisky. Um, You know, Mitchell, uh, to me, it's a weird thing because he's getting a second opportunity to start after virtually not playing last year. I think he was sixth grade, threw a pick, and now he's making millions of bucks as the potential starter for the Steelers. Uh, And when I look at him, uh, it seems like Mike Tomlin wanted – they just wanted the most athletic guy out there on the market that could maybe throw the ball around. He has a a touchdown, two-to-one touchdown interception ratio in most of his seasons. Uh, The last time we saw him starting he threw 16 touchdowns eight picks but I go back to that mobility side and I feel like they look at Ben Roethlisberger and they're like oh man we, he was just stuck in the pocket too often so let's go get the most athletic guy out there on the market no wait that's me that's not Mitchell Trubisky but that's neither here nor there uh, but I feel like Jimmy G and Baker are both better than Mitch and I think they would take them over him but uh, for some reason they're not I think it's the same. I think Mitchell Trubisky got a raw deal in Chicago dealing with Matt Nagy. Obviously, Brian Dable and that staff in Buffalo certainly turned things around. We got a small sample size of him in the preseason, nothing really in a regular season. But in practice and all the rave reviews that I got out of Buffalo said that he's ready to go again. And all we can do is wait and see. I think Jimmy G and Baker are slightly better than Trubisky, but at the end of the day, it's all the same just for as loaded as the AFC is. I don't think he makes – they both make that large of a leap of adjustment considering where the Steelers will be in their division and in the conference. I think it depends on what you got. If you don't have an offensive line, Trubisky's better than those dudes. He was – if you take away the rookie year, he was 25 and 13 behind – but that line was so bad, I'm a Giants fan, and I'm like, damn, Chicago's got a bad offensive line. Think about that for a second. But if you have an offensive line, give me Jimmy G number one out of all those guys. But without one, I think Trubisky is better. You know, do, does the team have an O-line or not? Jared Goff, better, worse, or the same? Robert. 
No, I think they're the same. And when we do these evaluations of quarterbacks, you got to understand we're doing player to player, not player to offensive line. But we can cut, we can continue <laughs> to go through this. But Jared Goff and Jimmy G. Uh, both have played at the highest highest level as far as getting their team to the Super Bowl. So you can't sit here and say they can't play when they have played in a Super Bowl. And then when you look at Baker, Baker also led the Browns to the playoffs just a year ago. People forget about that because of what happened last year and him playing injured. But I look at all three of those guys as the same. Baker and Jimmy G would not be an upgrade over Jared Goff, but they're also not a downgrade if the Lions were to bring him in. Man, this is a hard evaluation because it's the Detroit Lions. Now I got to take my mind, Robert and, 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 and Max and Jay, and say, forget the Lions, just look at the quarterbacks. I think that essentially they're the same at the quarterback spot because if Jimmy G was in Detroit, Detroit would look like Detroit. And Baker was in there, Detroit, Detroit would look like Detroit. We saw Matthew <laughs> Stafford in Detroit. Guess what? It looked like Detroit. So they're all the same. Detroit is always going to look like Detroit. I'll just ride off you two. There you go. Yeah, I think Jimmy G and Baker are a little better than Jared Goff. Key said it earlier, and, and it led me to think, like, Baker got a little dog in him, man. Like, that makes you a little bit, like, with the money on the line, I believe in him a little more. And Jimmy G, it's maybe Detroit, he's a, Max. All right, but maybe Jimmy G is, a, is just a creation of Shanahan, whatever. The, the dude does not stop winning. I, I, I like Jimmy G. Mac Jones. Better or worse than the same Robert Griffin III. Oh, this is a tough one for me because I love Mac Jones and I love what he's doing, but I'm going to say they're the same. Uh, I can't say that they're, they're better or worse because, once again, Mac has a small sample size. But Mac Jones did exactly what we thought he was going to do. He came in. He had a high completion percentage. He got the ball out of his hands. And even probably a little more because he made people think that the Patriots were actually a, a legitimate threat last year in year one. So I can't say he's better because those other guys have played in bigger time games and they have produced more and have a larger sample size, but I can't say he's worse either. I would say it's the same. This is kind of like a Davis Mills situation where you look at a young quarterback that has a small sample size opposed to two veteran guys that has, you know, some, some, some gravitas, some stuff underneath them. One guy in a Super Bowl, another guy in a playoff game. We've seen them push the ball down the field. So it's pretty much the same, I think, for New England that they had either Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G. Could allow them to do a little bit more down the field, but it's the same. I don't think Baker would be better because of the system, but I do think Jimmy G would be better than Mac Jones because of the system because there was an upbringing there behind Tom Brady for a while, and it kind of feels like his game would have been perfectly suited for the way Bill Belichick would have liked to have played. I agree. I would do it in that order too. Mm -hmm. The only thing about Mac Jones is whatever you think about him, like Saban loved him, Belichick likes him, he just won 10 games as a rookie. He Like, hey, Key – Something good always happens for that guy. It's like the oh, opposite oh, yes. of, yeah, you know, like, so give me the dude who something good happens for. Carson Wentz, better or worse or the same? Jimmy G. Baker Mayfield, Robert Griffin the third. Uh, I, I believe Carson Wentz uh, is better. He's better. I got to be honest. Uh, Jimmy G and Baker have never shown an ability to be the sole reason that their team is winning games. But Carson Wentz has. He's played at an MVP level. Uh, he, in 2017, he would have been the MVP had he not gotten injured. And I think that's what the commanders are banking on. Because last year we saw Carson can be an up and down guy. But he did put up 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions. So for that reason, I think that he's better than Jimmy and Baker solely because he has it with 
in him and a higher ceiling, and he's shown it that he can be the reason that his team wins, but he's also shown he can be the reason that they lose. There's no question it's better. He is a better quarterback than both Jimmy G and Baker Mayfield. If he can't, if he can stop the goofiness of giving the football to the other team at the wrong time and panicking, he can get back to the form of not necessarily being an MVP, but playing like an MVP with commanders in the style in which they want to play. So, no, Jimmy G and Baker Mayfield is not better than Carson Wentz. I agree with you both on Carson Wentz. It just feels like there's this burning image in my mind of just Carson Wentz and some of these shuffle passes he's throwing RG3. And, Key, like some, some of these plays I game against the Jags down the stretch, I'm like, that's just still there and I can't get over it. I don't know why. I would never take Carson Wentz over Jimmy G. Let me tell you why. Uh, Carson Wentz lost his job with the Eagles Winds up with Frank Reich, perfect guy. After one year, coach was like, get him out of here. To me, that tells me everything I need to know. Meantime, Jimmy G still in San He thought he was going to be gone, but I was like, well, we're probably going to part ways. And San Fran's like, oh, we're not so sure. I don't know. We seem to be in the NFC championship game with this guy a lot. Ryan Tannehill, Robert Griffin III, better or worse or the same, Jimmy G, Baker Mayfield. Ooh. Okay, so Tannehill's done a great job uh, there in Tennessee, right? Can't got to give him his credit, uh, but I think he's the same. I think Jimmy G and Baker Mayfield could both produce the same type of results that Ryan Tannehill has with the Tennessee Titans. One, they got Derrick Henry. Okay, two, they got A.J. Brown, and three, they got a stifling defense, and number four, they probably got one of the best coaches in the entire league in Mike Vrabel. So I look at them as a wash. They're all this, a similar type player. They're not the guy that is the reason you're winning, but if you give them a great play-action game and some shots down the field, they can make it work for you. So I look at all those guys in the same boat. Same, same here, uh, RG3. They're the same quarterbacks. You can win with them. Because the play-action game, I'm only asking them to make one or two, maybe three throws a game that makes a difference in the game. I'm not asking them to drop back and throw it 50 times. They're all the same quarterbacks. That's pretty much what it is for Tennessee. I want to say Ryan Tannehill's better. I want to say it. But I, I, for all the reasons that RG3 just said about the coach, about the style in which they play, even though they played a majority of the season without Derrick Henry, I would still probably say the same. I put him, I'll put Tannehill and Jimmy G a hair above uh, Baker, and I'll tell you why. All those weird. Well, first of all, Tannehill doesn't have a height problem, a speed problem. Like he's athletic and all this. But you know what's crazy about Tannehill and Jimmy G? They all they need to do is make those big plays when you need it most. As much as they win, they haven't done that. If they could just be a little better in the moment of truth. And the thing about Baker is I believe he would make that in the moment of truth. He's just not good enough to get to the moment of truth. So I'm going to put him a little hair behind the Jimmy G and Tannehill. All right. Um, RG3, just yeah. tremendous as always. We appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Man, we making you earn that paycheck today. That was, that was a tough call. Robert uh, Griffin, living in a museum. <laughs> should see him around Christmas time with the with – the, the, Christmas tree with the white oh, needles and stuff. We're bringing the, we're bringing the trees. We're bringing, bringing the, trees? the trees back. You know that for sure. When did we're you, bringing the trees back when it comes Christmas time. When yeah, did we, you decide yeah, to move into the Modern Museum of Art over there? Like, what? <laughs> it's always there's a painting, there's a sculpture, there's. 
I wish I could say I painted this, but I didn't. Okay, yeah. got it. You put it on the wall. It looks great. Why not do it in front of this? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Max, one thing I want to say, you know, about Baker and these guys when you talk about their market, Baker's better than probably five or six starters on a select few teams in the league. But teams aren't going to bring them in not because they don't think they're better. They just might not like the player or like the fit. Mm-hmm. So Mitchell Trubisky getting a starting opportunity in Pittsburgh doesn't mean he's better than Baker Mayfield. Doesn't mean he's better than Jimmy G. It just means that that front office felt like he was the right fit for them. So that's kind of the problem that these guys run through. I ran through it in my career. I'm better than a lot of the guys that are playing, but for whatever whatever reason, the organization doesn't want to bring guys in or they don't believe in those guys, and that goes a long way to what their future looks like. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate it. Absolutely. This is all. That was interesting. Yeah, very. But better, I just have fun. I have fun playing it with Key and, and Robert also, and obviously YouTube. But when I listen to football people evaluate football people, it's like, oh, look at that. It I tells was talking about the last point, though, that it seemed very relatable to him. Like, yes, I understand when the fit doesn't work, doesn't necessarily mean that you're not better. And the adults. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, it, it, absolutely. It, it matters a lot, man. It really does. Yeah, and, and people being adults. Look at the way Trubisky handled his benching compared to how Baker handled the situation. This is all fun and good. Can Baker or Jimmy G win a Super Bowl? Yes or no? That's the question. We will answer it next. I know right now there's a lot of smoke around Baker Mayfield and people are down on Baker. He handled it wrong because he allowed his feelings to get involved. But I am surprised that it's such a limited market. Another potential landing spot for Baker Mayfield has already come out and said that they're out. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. So I like Baker Mayfield. I don't love him. But it seems to me I like him more than a lot of people. It's partly key what you said earlier in the show. There's something in him where you're like, mm, I don't want him to go to a divisional rival. As opposed to Jared Goff or someone, you're like, yeah, he can be in the conference at least. I'm not sweating it, right? He's well, you think, look, look, look at it, though, Max, from college. Take it from college. He left Texas Tech. Hey, get out of here. He goes to Oklahoma. And they're in the, in the final fours, the BCS. You know, they're doing their deal. They're winning. He's Heisman. So it's that sort of. I don't know that 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 underdog kind of yeah, mentality. Scrappy. Yeah, scrappy. Yeah, He's scrappy. Yeah, yeah. And, get and, away. And, he could get away from the police, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but look, he, well, he's not very fast. You know, he's not fast. That's a that's when you're short and and slow for the position nowadays. He is like certainly slow for the position nowadays and short. It could, you need to be extra in other areas. But I think he has a good, strong, accurate arm. I think he reads defense is key. Yeah, no, he, he, he does. I, I don't mind him. I just don't think he could win a, like, Super Bowl. Like, he can't take you to winning a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. He can be a part of a Super Bowl team. He could be. And he can be the quarterback. All right. But you, he's not the reason that you got there. But he's, it, still, you one, know? he's still one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the NFL, though, correct? I understand that you can't single-handedly say, hey, Baker, go win me games the way you could with Patrick Mahomes or the upper echelon, but he's still one of the top 32 quarterbacks that, in the NFL. That's great. He's one of the best 32 quarterbacks. Can he win a Super Bowl, though? Isn't that the question? Like, we could have this fun, like, Jimmy G, is he better than Ryan Tannehill? The question I want to – the answer I want to know is, can Baker Mayfield win you a Super Bowl? And from what I've seen and from what I've heard from people around the NFL, the answer is no. Key, do you agree? No, I agree. That's what I just said. He can't – Win you a Super Bowl. He can, can he be, be your quarterback and you win a Super Bowl, Key? Let's rephrase right. it. Can he be your quarterback and you win a Super Bowl? 
Yes, but he won't be the reason okay. you won the Super Bowl. But that's okay, man. I, like, that's who cares good. if he's the reason or not? Can't If he can yeah, be Everything has to be perfect for right, him, Max. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, the defense has to be playing great. The running game has to be good. The receivers got to see like, this throw, man. See? I, that's what I was telling you before. These are the kind of throws where Key starts to lose his oh, mind. I try God. to tell y'all. It, it just so it, when you look at him, there's certain things about him that you like, and then there's other things that deter you away from you, and you go, "Nah, I can't, I can't mess with that." Key, I want like that I throw just up. now. That throw just now against Arizona? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't mess with that. But, Key, I want to follow up with you because, like, Stafford threw a lot of interceptions. But Stafford, to me, is a more talented, better quarterback than Baker. But he, like, it's interesting because when I say you speak Parcellian, right? (laughs) That Bill Parcells kind of philosophy. Hold it down. Don't make mistakes. Give me two or three plays when I need it on third down in the big moment, right? That's what Stafford did. That's what Stafford did. He, it's not Mahomes. Mahomes going crazy and everything, right? That's what Stafford did. Can Baker do that? I, I think. I, I think if he, I think he can. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sure though, mm-hmm. but I think he can with a Sean McVay, with a Aaron Donald, with a Von Miller and a Jalen Ramsey. You, you, with, you know what I'm saying? With an OBJ and a Cooper Cup. Not with OBJ. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, in, but, in that Rams situation. Yeah. I think he can. But that's why, wait, wait, no. real quick, Jay. But this is why, Jay, I'm like, here's the problem with Baker. When you need all that, you don't have margin for error where you can be considered toxic in a locker room or you can't vibe with your receiver. You know, you, you have no margin for error or not being an adult. Look at Trubisky. You know why he gets another shot? Not only is he tall and athletic, but he took his benching like a man. He didn't complain, nothing. He was a good teammate, took it in a mature way. That's the kind of guy guys want on their team in their locker room. A head coach can think, I can mess with that dude. That hasn't been Baker, and he doesn't have enough margin for error to get away with it. If I put Baker Mayfield on the Rams, they don't win a Super Bowl. Even if you plug him into the Super Bowl championship game, Key. I, I, don't, see, I, I don't believe he wins you a Super Bowl. I do not have confidence in Baker Mayfield to make some of the plays – even plug him into the game against Tampa Bay. No, I get I get Do you I have confidence it. in Baker Mayfield to I, give I, you an incredible comeback the way Matthew Stafford did? I think did he's in that right, game? Key, about that. No, he's, a, no he's, he's 100% right. But my whole reasoning for even bringing that up is Sean McVay went to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff because Sean McVay knew how to orchestrate the offense and keep Jared Goff out of harm's way into such due time that they got to the Super Bowl. So I would think that if a guy like Sean with all the other stuff around him but see, got I, yeah. to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, he probably could get there with Baker Mayfield. I think Jared Goff is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I'd be curious to see Jared it's Goff. It's kind of the same to me. I, I, I don't know. I, I would like to see Jared Goff on a better team. I think we're, gonna, we're looking at Jared Goff differently because he's playing in Detroit hell, right now. Hell, Jay, he was on a better team in L.A. They I, got rid of him. I understand they, they got rid of him. And they went to the Super Bowl and won. I understand. I understand so how great that they made. He, he had an opportunity, and he took them to the Super Bowl, but they felt they needed to do better. The Rams won the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford got the money, $160 million guaranteed contract just recently. They didn't win the Super Bowl because of Matthew Stafford. Let's not get it well, twisted. Well, well, okay. He made, uh, but, but wait, wait. He this made is, the throws. Yes. He made the throws when he needed to. That's what I'm saying. But he though. also 
almost cost them a couple times. I hear you. On but the key, run to any Super Bowl, that happens, though. You making, see a couple plays, you're like, ooh, that could have that been bad. Making Man, the throws, if that dude key, catch that punt. Key, making yeah. the throws when you need to make them, if, that's hey, look, a big thing, man. Here's what I'm going to say. If the safety, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now for San Francisco, if he catch that punt that Matthew Stafford threw, they ain't in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, look, look, but, you but need like a lot key, of things to go key, your way. One hundred percent. You've made that point a million times. How many times the ball got to bounce your way to win a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Like, but so so, but Stafford in the moment of truth consistently made big plays in a, at a level yeah, he did. that's different he did. than Baker. Yeah, he made he made a few big plays at that moment. But I would go back to Baker Mayfield's playoff so called run. Yeah, he made some plays then. Playoff when one. When they needed them to. <laughs> playoff one, not playoff yes. run. Playoff one. one. Well, you know what I'm saying. They had to make <laughs> a run to get to the playoffs. Yeah. He did. He, he was did. in a hot they had Yeah, he made a few throws yeah. then. They had to beat Pittsburgh, whose big brother, psychological whammy, the whole thing. Then they had to beat him in the playoffs, and he did both well, of those things. Well, they beat things. Pittsburgh yeah. the first time without Pittsburgh's whole and he, team pretty and much they playing. Spooked, and that was and a really spooked, tough game, by the way. That was a fight down to the wire. Yeah. They did spook Kansas City within one score. Yeah, Kansas City. It's true. Zach Wilson uh had it last year. Find out who had the throw of the pro day season this year. Oh, Next, Keyshawn J. Will and <laughs> Yeah, and, and how impressed I am. Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. I just think it was, it's been consistency more or less. Uh, you know, you go through my film, there's some inconsistency sometimes, and that's from footwork. It's never from just being inaccurate, and I just wanted them to understand that. With Malik... You just you have this high ceiling, and yes, there's a lower floor. He's not Lamar Jackson, but he's not that far off in terms of the arm strength and the athleticism that he brings. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance and are joined now by Matt Miller, ESPN NFL Draft Analyst. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. What a director of scouting for New Era Scouting. What's up, Key? I was about to say, what a throw. <laughs> so we do, Matt. Polarizing throws. They go viral. Hey, All of a sudden, your stock goes up. What a throw with nobody chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still yeah. a hard throw to make, right? I can't make that throw. Come on. It's still a hard throw to make. I, we do this every year, though. Last year was Zach Wilson. I was there for that pro day. I think I came on with you guys the day after. And, and it's the same thing. It's like, oh, okay, well, it's against air. It's in shorts. That's still a very hard throw to make, to get your body squared up, to get your shoulders flipped. To throw it 65 yards. It was a great pro day for Malik Willis. It really was. I, I know that there's been a lot of conversation about who's QB1. This quarterback class isn't very good. I think yesterday he started to change that narrative a little bit. 
So what, what was your evaluation of, of Willis as a whole? No, I, I like him. He's my top quarterback in this draft, Max. I think he has a chance to be a top five pick, if not a top ten pick. I think top ten feels like a lock at this point, especially after yesterday. What I love about him is you watch him at, at Liberty, and, and Keyshawn will love this. His best receiver at Liberty was a 5'8", no-star recruit. At Liberty, you're not throwing to Jamison Williams and Garrett Wilson, right? That That's the key. And I think what we saw from him was the coaching that he got as a, a private coaching that he got from the Senior Bowl to the Combine, now to the Pro Day. He got better every step of the way. And that's what I want to see, especially for a guy from a small school who's not – doesn't have access to all the coaching that these other guys have. He doesn't have access to all the players the other guys have. When you're at Liberty, you have to get better in the offseason. He's done that from day one in Mobile, Alabama, to yesterday at the Pro Day. And that is something that I love to see. I'm not going to compare him to Josh Allen, but I will say this. Josh Allen was a similar type of player who his footwork was a mess. Mechanically, he needed a lot of work. And throughout the process, we saw him get better every step of the way. And even into his rookie year, he got better because he was continuing to learn and develop and clean up some of those mechanical issues. So I do believe that Malik Willis can do that and clean up the issues enough. And he does have those rare talents with arm strength and great mobility, which you don't even get to see at an event like a pro day. Maybe you changed my mind a little bit, Matt, about Malik Willis based on just Thank hearing you. you over the last <laughs> minute or so talk about the things that went on at Liberty through the senior bowl private training where he cleaned up a lot of stuff. He looks better. The four or five games that I saw him play the old miss game a year ago, I, you can keep him based on those sort of things that I saw the mechanics, the release of the football at the waist level, things of that. And then when I look at his body, his lower body is not what I like at, at, for my quarterback. He's strong lower body wise, but he has really wide hips. He's kind of large down there. And so when mm-hmm. you start to look at that, I'm sitting there going, I don't know. And just how tall is Malik, Matt? He's a little bit over six foot tall. I mean, he's not 6'3", right? That, but I do feel like that era has started to change to where, you know, we're seeing Kyler Murray get drafted, who I think actually has kind of a similar body type, like you said, of almost having a heavy you know, lower half, kind of being thick through the trunk. I think Kyler's built in a similar way. Malik is a little bit thicker up top. But it is a valid concern when you're you know, six foot two twenty. I think is what he came at yesterday. One thing you don't see is a lot of batted balls in the line of scrimmage. But as you mentioned, he does have to get that ball up. There were too many times on tape where he's almost just flinging it down the field from his waist. That is something that we heard him say yesterday. That's a focal point for him is trying to clean some of that up. Kent, it, it, real quick for me, Matt, based on that lower body being kind of thick, could he eat his way out of the quarterback room? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so because he doesn't. He doesn't carry it up top, right? And I think you know, my guy Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the the narrowest hips in the world, and he's still able to to move around in the pocket, make people miss. And I wish Malik would have ran the forty. I, I understand why he didn't, but I, I think he would have turned in a legitimate you know high four four time. He's so elusive as a runner, but he does bring some some power to the game too, where he'll break tackles, he'll spin off people. So that's actually an element of his game that I do like. Matt Miller, ESPN NFL Draft Analyst, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Matt, I have to ask you, you have Matt, Mike Tomlin, who was there at the pro day. Only two NFL head coaches were there, him and Matt Rule. But since the Steelers had the 20th pick in the NFL draft, do you see them moving up to get Malik Willis? I think they would have to, Jay. I, there's no way you can sit there at 20. As The way things look right now, five weeks out, you cannot sit there at 20 and draft Malik Willis. I think the big question is, 
Are you willing to go to five where the New York Giants are at? Are you willing to go to four where the New York Jets are? Because you have to worry about Carolina. As you mentioned, Matt Rule was there. They've been at every quarterback pro day. So you have to worry about Carolina, who has tried to get Deshaun Watson. They've tried to get you know all these players, and it has not worked out. And now they're stuck rolling with Sam Darnold again. So I think you have to worry about Carolina as a team. All could be for naught, though, if the Detroit Lions sitting at number two overall say, you know what? We need a quarterback. We're going to bet on Malik Willis's tools. We're going to bet on his upside. We're going to redshirt him for a year behind Jared Goff. So right now, I think the conversation has turned to, if you're the Steelers, how high are you going to go up? And, and maybe it doesn't matter because the Detroit Lions, uh, there's at least enough buzz out there right now that they are infatuated with Malik Willis. Wow. But good pro day could mean good news for, for a Jets or Giants or a team not necessarily looking for a quarterback to trade back and pick up more draft capital, maybe. Packers. Yeah have two first-round picks after trading Devontae Adams. Um, Mel Kuyper Jr.'s mock draft, Matt, has the Packers taking a guard at 22, Kenyon Green, and a wide receiver at 28, Traylon Burks. The Packers have not drafted a wide receiver since Javon Walker in, let's, 20 years ago, 2002. Jeez. Yeah. Will they finally, will will Aaron Rodgers be throwing to a first-round draft pick next year? Uh, Max, he better be. I, I think what people are forgetting, not only did they trade Devontae Adams, they needed a receiver before they traded Devontae to the Las Vegas Raiders. So arguably they should draft two receivers, one at 22, one at 28. Or at worst, they should draft one in the first round and one in the second round where they have multiple picks as well. So I, I think the Packers have to. I understand that they have a philosophy. There's a strategy of we don't draft receivers early. That has to change. And I do. I look at the NFL and say there's a lot of good receivers that came out of the second round. But I think at some degree, you're signaling, hey, we want a premium prospect. You want a Justin Jefferson-type player. You want a Jamar Chase-type player. They have to do that this year, whether it's Chris Olave from Ohio State or Traylon Burks, who had Mel going to them at 28 overall in his latest mock draft. I think they have to pull the trigger, take a, a wide receiver in round one, and then honestly, they might need to double down and take another one in round two because they are very deficient at that position right now. Yeah, I think, Matt, they certainly need to get a couple receivers, whether there's one in the first, one in the second. Chris Olave should be the first guy off the board because they need some vertical stretch game because the other guy from Arkansas, he, yeah. you know, Burks doesn't run all that well. You're right. I mean, four, five, five at the Combine Pro Day wasn't that great as well. So if they want vertical okay. stretch, it's Chris Olave from Ohio State, and, and that's the pick right now. That's Matt Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Matt. He's going to be back to talk Jets and Giants draft in 30 minutes. ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 8, Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.